It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings Tashay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. Hello. Oh. <laughs> well, welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Three Siblings Walking to a Bar. I'm Deshay, the oldest sibling. I'm Sage, the middle sibling. And I'm Storm, the youngest sibling. Sorry, I don't know what that was. I, my ringer's off, but I could. I think I just heard my phone ding. I'm like, you're making me nervous. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like trying to remember what to say. <laughs> What's the name of our podcast again? What? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Listen, my cat's over here, and I just put um, lip stuff on. And I feel like I keep getting like cat hair stuck to my lip. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, gross. I love that. Gross. Like <laughs> oh man. So I have to tell you what happened to me on Friday. It was so sad. Actually, it wasn't. It was totally fine. But I was driving home, and I was literally I was sitting at a red light, and I was literally sitting there, and I was like. I cannot wait to go home and just chill and relax. And I'm going to make Richard start with the store and get me some margarita mix. And I'm mm. going to sit on the couch and watch mm-hmm. a movie and drink a margarita. And it's going to be so nice and relaxing and cool and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then this freaking, I'm sitting there and then Something rams into the back of my car. I'm like, oh like, no! Like literally, I'm sitting there oh about like God. relaxing and hanging out and mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god! And I look in my rearview mirror, and a freaking Tesla ran into the back of my car. Of course. And so I was like, here we go. My back hurts. <clears throat> my arm is broken. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. No pre-consisting. Like, oh <laughs> no so no. i'm like yeah so i pull over and then she pulls up behind me and i get out of the car and you can tell she is trying so hard not to like break down into tears mm-hmm. and um i was like and i was like are you okay like you're making me nervous like i was like are you okay <laughs> are you okay and she was like she was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry oh I'm god so, so sorry. and i was like oh my god i'm like girl it's fine like i'm fine it's okay calm like breathe and she's like, she goes, I have no idea what to do. I've never been in a situation like this before. And she keeps like getting on and off the phone with her husband. I'm like, ma'am, it's okay. Let me look at my car. I haven't even looked mm-hmm. at my car. Like, it's yeah. okay. So I, um, she was like, is anything wrong with it? And I'm like, I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I like go look at my car. And I mean, like literally nothing. Like there's not a scratch. There's not a dent. Anything. Mm. Thank goodness forward i guess right mm-hmm. yeah. and i was like nothing's wrong and i was like let me look at your like I, I had already seen hers like kind of and i was like let me take a look at your car let's see what's going on and she's got like because she has the car tesla mm-hmm. she's got like scratches all on the front of her bumper where you can tell where she hit like i guess i'm assuming it went under my car mm-hmm. oh wow. okay and yep. then her like front 
thing was pushed up. Like the, mm-hmm. what is it called? The, the hood? Yeah. The, the, the hood. hood? The hood was pushed no. up. <laughs> the front thing? Like, oh my God. I cannot even think about the it. The thing and on I the car. Like, I was like, oh, damn. She's like, look at my car. Look at my car. And I was like, sucks, bro. It. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. She's like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, I'm going to take a copy of your insurance card just in case something happened to my car that I can't see. But as of what I'm seeing right now, it doesn't really look like anything's wrong with it. Right. And she was like, well, I'm going to give you my phone number because all I have is online. So I'm going to just text you a picture of it, which made me nervous because I was like, I don't want you to have my phone number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? At least I'll have your phone number in case something does happen to my exactly. car. Yeah. Then I can get a hold of you. But yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, thank God that my car did not like I was not up for having to deal with that but it was I think what happened because she was stopped behind me like we were both stopped at a red light I think Uh she thought the light turned green and so Mm. she like pressed on her gas to go and then Mm -hmm. I was like god yep Uh, anyway so I still I saw that happen drank a margarita and relaxed oh yeah (laughs) absolutely I saw that happen mm-hmm. in traffic the other day and the lady gets out and like looks at her car and the guy's like, oh, there's no scratches or anything. And she was like, that doesn't matter. You still hit me. And he was yeah. like trying to not get out of the car. And I was like, oh God, it was, and then the, the light turned green. So I didn't, I didn't get the rest of that story, but. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me when I was pregnant with Sammy. Mm. Seriously? People mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. Just pay attention. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't be on your phone. Like, just get off your right. phone. Like, I right. know she yeah. was probably yeah. on her phone and then was like, right. oh, shit, the light's green. And, um, like, I, it wasn't. And it wasn't even, all, like, the turn light. You know, like, sometimes when the turn lane starts going, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not, like, there was nothing. No part of anything was green. <laughs> Teslas are a phone. Like, you don't need to be on your phone. You no. Or yeah. inside of one. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> And Richard goes, I'm surprised that it even hit you. He was like, those uh, yeah. Teslas are no joke. And he's like, I'm surprised mm-hmm. it didn't just like stop or like say, no, you can't go or something. Yeah. yeah. But it did. It Maybe. let her go. Maybe they're not as great as they people say they are. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, kids. So I know we were talking about this earlier. About there's a podcast that you need to check out. It's called Bandcamp. Not B-A-N-D. B-A-N-N-E-D. Band. So funny. <laughs> it's actually very funny. It's so, good. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it is. So it's Jennifer Davis and Dan Schultz. It's a comedy podcast. So what they do is they read books that have been banned and then they talk about why they're banned or why they think they're banned or try and figure it out. So they're in their first season and they're doing To Kill a Mockingbird. It's pretty good. They're that. funny. That's so, so cool. That's such an out. original concept. It is. That's a yeah. Yeah, like I, ne- I never would have thought of something like that, but mm-hmm. it's cool. Because there is, there's a lot of books that are banned in school that our kids are not going to get a chance to read in school and like, yep. you know, so it's sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're pretty funny. 
Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Jen, and we're the hosts of Bandcamp, a comedy podcast where we read banned books and try to figure out why they were banned in the first place. This season, we're reading To Kill a Mockingbird, one chapter at a time, out loud, saving you the trouble. If you enjoy funny, smart talk, or kind of smart talk about banned books and the stupid reason some people want to ban them, as well as listening to us read a classic book, search for Bandcamp on your favorite podcast player. That's banned with two N's. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week I have another. Um, well, no, no. I was going to say her leg was cut off. That didn't really happen. <laughs> but it, this one's like gross. It's sad. So buckle up. Gross and sad. Awesome. <laughs> My two favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's pretty gross. And I don't I don't think I've ever heard of them. Um so we're gonna talk about Gerald and Charlene Gallego. Ring a bell? Mm-hmm. No. No? Mm-hmm. Okay, me either. So all right. So uh George Armand Gallego, he was born on July 17th, 1946. We're just jumping in, by the way. Okay. In Sacramento, California. So his mom was a sex worker and his dad was estranged. And he, his dad actually in 1955 became the first man to be executed in the Mississippi gas chamber for killing a police officer during a prison escape. Dang. So yeah, fun fact there. Um, during his childhood, his mother and her many boyfriends would um, constantly beat him and um, several of her clients, because she was a sex worker, mm. um, would sexually abuse him. Ugh. She was bringing them home? Bringing them home. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bringing okay. them home. Yep. Yep. Um, so it did say this was really sad. It was, this was just something. So, oh, my source, the main source here is Wikipedia. Duh. (laughs) Um, he, he would beg to be hugged. (laughs) That is so fucking sad. So sad. And, um, he was usually left like really like dirty and not fed. So really mm. unclean and hungry. And he's just a little kid at this time. Yeah. Um, so when he was 10, he was arrested for his first known felony offense, which was uh, robbing his neighbor's home. That Damn. was a felony, apparently. Did he take that much? Uh, who knows? <clears throat> he must have. Um, when he was 12, he sexually abused a six-year-old girl. and was sentenced to a California youth authority facility. Um, Yes. So during um, his, during his adulthood, he would, um, he ended up actually sexually molesting his own daughter as well. And, um, and one of her friends. Mm. Yeah. Starting off strong. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, jeez. All in all, he had, well, mainly, he had 23 arrests, and he did end up serving some prison time. 
He worked as a bartender and a truck driver. He was married a total of seven times, and two of those times was to the same woman. So what he would do was he would marry these women for their money, and when they ran out of money, he would leave them. So apparently this woman got some more money, so he came back. Then he left her again. He was born in the 40s, so this is like the 70s? He was born in 46. Yeah. Okay, so So, this is like the 80s then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 80s. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. 1980. You, <laughs> you did. I'm sorry. Bitch. Asking me questions and shit. And I know, right? <laughs> okay. So that was Gerald. Now we're going to talk about Charlene. <clears throat> she was born October 10th, 1956 in Stockton, California. And her father was a. Sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Wait, there's there's more. Okay, we're good. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, her father was a well-known businessman who was the VP of uh, a chain of supermarkets, but it didn't tell me what supermarkets. I've been interested to know. Um, (laughs) so her mom and dad this was interesting to me and i don't know i guess this is something they did back then her mom and dad traveled a lot together for work so her mom what her mom would do is her mom would go and like like she didn't work obvious like you know for the company Mm -hmm. but she would go and like help entertain and do all the like okay 1950s womenly womenly things yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. the zhuzhing perfect yeah um so her the her mother ended up being in a car accident and she was severely injured so when that happened charlene took over her mother's responsibilities and then she ended up going with her father on his work trips Mm -hmm. um yeah so she started doing that and apparently she was like really great at it just you know, very fun. Sociable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, as a young adult, um, as some some do, she started using the drugs Aww. and alcohol. Mm-hmm. She was also v- very over flirty with her male coworkers. And basically, this made her become, like, just really hated at her job. Like, hated. Like, nobody Seriously? liked her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was, like, very flirty. Um, was, and then she... What was her date of birth? <coughs> October 10th, 1956. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, really flirty. Hated her job. And she had the reputation of being a nymphomaniac. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, because she flirted, yeah. right? At I'm listen. like, put me in prison because listen, I flirt with anybody. <laughs> exactly. Else, like, so I'm like, oh, I'm wondering if the over flirty just was, you know, taken a little too far, and yeah. that's what her. It must um, be because yeah. But you'll find out she 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 fits that term very okay. well. Okay. So pretty much. I okay. Just okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yes. 
Stop asking me questions. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of those filler words where you're just like, wait, yeah. No. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um so Charlene got married to a very rich man who was addicted to heroin. He says that Charlene was very, very like desperate to have a threesome with him mm. and a prostitute because she was obsessed with lesbian sex. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The marriage did not work. Because she was a lesbian. You know, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and um and so they got divorced. Um he, her first husband, he also said that her parents interfered in their relationship a lot. Didn't go into too much detail about that, but That's weird. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, so her next husband was a soldier and she'd actually described him as a quote, mother's boy or mama's boy. Mama's boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she got bored with him. She was like, no. oh Lord. She's like, go be with your mom. I'm done. (laughs) So they separated. Um, She, uh, she, what she had done was she asked if they uh, would have. (laughs) Uh (laughs) So she was having an affair with a married man and she asked the married man if they could have sex with his wife as well. What? Oh my God. So. That affair ended quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> After that, she attempted suicide, but survived it. Damn. Shortly after that is when she met Gerald. Oh, great. Dun, dun, dun. So on September 10th, 1977, Charlene met Gerald at a poker club in Sacramento, California. So within a week, she moved in with him. Um, she basically acted as like his sex slave, which was, you know, his dream. Mm -hmm. Um, this word is hard for me. Um, they describe their relationship as sadomasistic, sadomasistic. There you go. That word. Sadomasochistic. Although Charlene later said that she didn't like how painful it was. Um, Gerald evidently was really rough and having intercourse with her. And he particularly enjoyed to sodomize her. But so she's like, yeah, that's I don't like that. That's it hurts. (laughs) She didn't like it. Um, But then she, she's very weird. She gets, like obsessed with his um manly she called him manly like really macho and mm. so she was so okay. she, then she started participating in his fantasies yeah because she was then turned on by him again it's very weird very weird okay what's your question I feel like this is going in the direction that I think I just, it's going I'm <laughs> so confused why this whole thing <clears throat> so they're living together for a few months. Uh-huh. Gerald brings home a 16-year-old stripper mm. okay. to Charlene. 
They have a threesome, which of course is her like dream, mm-hmm. right? He um he actually, but what he did was he made sure that the women didn't touch each other and only touched him. This is really weird. Sorry, y'all, but we're talking about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sound like it could but, have been like her real dream, you know? Well, right after yeah, so afterwards when he got home from work he discovered that they were doing it with each other mm-hmm. without him oh yeah that's just not a so he beat charlene after he threw the dancer out an open window <gasps> damn oh my God. she's 16 16 16 um he then so then after that he refused to have sex with her and he would, he told her, he's like, no, he's like, I'm not attracted to you anymore. I can't. Basically he says he lost his libido mm-hmm. okay. and had become impotent is what he told her. Jesus. I'm impotent because that grossed me out. <laughs> I can't. This man, me and him would not get along. We would not be friends. Listen. <laughs> Um, so, right. (laughs) So Charlene, she's like, okay, I know what you're doing. You're sleeping with your customers because he's a bartender, right? So she thinks that's what he's doing. Um, because he had lost interest in their sexual relationship. And after about a year, he did tell her that he had to have a pair of sex slaves to keep him excited. So he asked Charlene to find them. And she did out of respect for him uh, and yeah. also so that she could satisfy her lesbian cravings. Yeah. I can't, y'all. I'm done with them. Is this who Are I you... think it is? What? No, I don't know of any names. I'm just like. I... <laughs> okay, listen. I... Maybe Storm has many questions. I'm. <laughs> I don't know that I have questions. I'm just so like. She has opinions. This yes. is fucked up. I'm trying. This really relationship is fucked up. Yes. Are, I'm like, y'all, I'm about to get into I'm the like, shit. I, I can't. Like, I can't. I'm like, this isn't even the bad part. I'm yeah. like, maybe they are communicating, but not very well. <laughs> yeah. No, it just. Not like, at all. I hate everything about this. To all right. So, a, like, a relationship like that, could you have, like, a. Whatever. I'm done. <laughs> I'm turning this off. I'm not listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm just going to talk to myself now. <laughs> okay. So now, as as you know, as I do, we're just going to jump right into these uh, the bad the bad bad shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Sixteen year old Sandra K. Butler was last seen in Sparks, Nevada on June 26, 1978. Um, She was seen making her way from the um, Green Bray Shopping Center, and she she had not been heard from since. Um, They thought that she was a runaway. The authorities didn't do much to track her down. They were like, "Uh, she just ran away. So they were... Yeah. Um... The, uh, they did believe that Sandra was, well, now they do. They believe that Sandra was Charlene and Gerald's first victim. 
Mm -hmm. Um, On June 24th, 1979, Charlene and Gerald kidnapped two young females from the Sparks Fairgrounds. Um, Sandra, she had been given permission by her mom to ride her bike to the rodeo at the fairgrounds on the day that she vanished. So she was there. Um, and Charlene and Gerald were there as well. They were never interviewed by the police about her disappearance and neither of them confessed. This is kind of a cold case thing. This first one, um, her remains have never been located. So that's really fucking sad. Um, okay. Kippy Vaught, who's 16, and Rhonda Scheffler, who's 17, vanished from a Sacramento mall on September 10th, 1978. Uh, Charlene tricked them into going into their van um, because... Wait. No. Yeah. She tricked them into going to the van. They Gerald restrained them. And threatened them with a gun. They were then repeatedly assaulted, <clears throat> sexually assaulted by him all through the night. 16 and 17. <clears throat> the next day, Gerald and Charlene, they drove to a different part of California where Gerald was like, all right, you two girls get out of the van. Um, he forced them across a field to a ditch and he um, hit Kippy with a tire iron. Oh, my God. And then did the same thing to Rhonda. He pulled out a .25 caliber pistol and shot each girl once in the head. Oh Kippy tried to... Um, to get away as Gerald was leaving because the gunshot had only grazed her skull but uh she was killed when he went back and he fired 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 three more shots into her head oh my god this is really that's horrible but charlene later told one of her cellmates that she felt very ecstatic when she saw him do this what Mm -hmm. she <clears throat> she was, she was into, into it like, masculine like that yeah big charge thing yeah, yeah. that particular cl- crime is what did it for her that's fucked <clears throat> yeah i hate it here hold on i, I know I sorry know. Like, sorry like, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know this is so interesting no. i hate it where let's go back to my medieval torture items. I know, I'm like, damn. <laughs> something, the something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, Brenda Judd and Sandra Colley on June 24th, 1979. Oh, I forgot about this. Brenda was 14. Sandra was only 13. Nope. Oh god. Nope. <sighs> they were abducted from the Washoe County Fair in Reno. Um, they were both, um, you know, persuaded into the van, but with because they promised them that they would be able to make money by selling, um, by distributing out flyers. Mm-hmm. So these little girls think that they're going to make some money, and no, not not. No. 
Yeah. So Charlene, they, so they're driving him away. Gerald is back. Well, she, her, Charlene's driving. She's watching on the in the rearview mirror. Gerald is repeatedly sexually assaulting the two girls in the back of the van. Um, Charlene parks the van in a remote um, sink area is what it's called, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the next couple of hours, Gerald, he took a little rest. He's tired. Okay. He's tired. <laughs> and he, while he's resting, he's watching Charlene force the girls to perform sexual acts on each other. Oh my God. Oh my God. So Sandra, one of the girls, was um, dragged towards a dry stream bed. Oh, so it's stream that's dry. Okay. Mm-hmm. By, uh, <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, by Gerald. And so he takes a shovel and um, then he he's creeping up behind him, says, hits him in the head with the shovel. Charlene later in court would describe it as a quote, a loud splat, like a flat rock hitting mud. And the girl sank to her knees and slowly toppled over on her face. I hate it so much. So he kills Brenda and then Gerald um, digs a large pit and he places both girls um, naked inside of it, covers it with a rock. Um, they were listed as runaways for four years. What? What? For four years, they were listed as runaways until Charlene ended up confessing during her trial to their murders. Mm. Um, their remains weren't found uh, and identified. No, they were they were not found and identified until twenty years later in November of ninety nine when a tractor operator found them. Could you imagine oh a tractor operator, though? Right. That would be so scary. Yeah. So I know. Sad. It's horrible. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, what, what do you do? Okay. Stacey Ann Redekin and Karen Chipman Twiggs. Um, on the morning of April 24th, 1980, Gerald woke up and said to Charlene, demanded to her, actually, he said, quote, I want a girl. Get up. Um, they So they take some time driving around looking for people. They come across two teenage girls, Stacy and Karen. They're both 17. Um, <clears throat> they get them into the van by telling them, hey, we have marijuana. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they were very excited to go with her on the idea that they were going to get to smoke some ganja. So Gerald, of course, he has a uh, .357 Magnum pistol. Of course he does. Hits them with it as soon as they get into the van. He um, tells Charlene to drive, and he made the girls undress. He took turns raping them and and assaulting them. Um, after mm-hmm. he's done, he uh, had Charlene drive to a secluded area. And he makes the girls go one at a time into the woods and he's carrying a hammer, oh my God, a hammer and a shovel. Um, This time, what was different was he made, um, 
he forced Charlene to view the graves. So something he hadn't done before, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, She said that she saw something moving, but he insisted that both the girls were dead. Uh, They left on July 27th, 1980. I don't know what this pick picnickers pick. I'm so confused. I'm like, do you mean like actual picnickers? Like like people sitting having a picnic? People that are having a picnic? I can't with myself. I'm like, wait, what's this new word? The dry stream bread. (laughs) Listen, ma'am, I think you need to nap. Have you been smoking some godmother? Jeez. Oh, Oh, my God. I'm such an idiot. Picnicker. I've never seen it written like that. I think that's why it threw me off. Yeah. So, picnicker. These people were having a picnic. Okay. Um. Mm-mm. So they. Hold on. We're okay. They discovered the there had been a bunch of coyotes, and they had basically been eating the remains of Karen and Stacy. And there were two shallow graves in an area. Um, They had both been raped and suffered massive and fatal head injuries by, of course, the hammer and the shovel. Mm -hmm. Picnickers. (laughs) That's not funny. That's not funny, y'all. Oh my god. This really fucked up story and we're laughing this entire time. I really looked at that word, y'all, and I was like, I don't know what this is. Oh god. Okay. Okay. You'll never forget that word now. Never. Never. Okay, we're we're almost there. I know this is this is a lot. <sighs> Linda Teresa Aguilar, she's um hitchhiking, as you do, on June 6, 1980 in um Oregon. Um tw- and then 21 No, yeah, she's 21. She was abducted, murdered with a blunt object and buried in a shallow grave. Uh, they offered her, so of course it was Charlene and Gerald. What they do is that she's hitchhiking. So they offer her a ride. Um, he gets her in the van and then he, once she's in the van, he, um, threatens her with the revolver and Charlene's driving. She was, oh my God. Okay. Hold on. Uh, she was four months pregnant. Oh, oh my God. Um, her relatives reported her missing on June 20th. So this was on June 6th. They reported her missing on June 20th. <clears throat> and some German tourists found her body two days later. Her wrists and ankles were bound with a nylon cord and her skull had been broken. Um, later, after an examination had been done, it had been found that she was buried alive. Sent because, and they know this because sand was found in her mouth, uh, throat, and her nose. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. So he just thought he was killing them, but mm-hmm. oh my mm-hmm. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Um, okay. Virginia Mochel. I think I'm saying that right. Um, she, July 17th, 1980, she was 31. So older, well, older than their previous ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was taken from a parking lot in West Sacramento. Um, she worked in the, in a bar there as a bartender. Um, Gerald and Charlene um, actually knew her uh, because they had been served drinks by her many times. Yeah. And um, she was sexually assaulted by Gerald, who then he forced her to beg for her life. Oh, my God. He killed her by strangling her with, uh, oh, it doesn't tell me what with, but he, he gets rid of her body by a pond. Her remains uh, were still bound with a nylon fishing line. That's what it was. And they were found three months later outside of Clarksburg. Jeez. Okay. Um, Craig Miller and Mary Elizabeth Sowers. Leaving a fraternity party on November 1st, 1980, Craig is 22 and his fiance is tw- Mary is 21. They were forced into the Galago's car. Um, he basically, they, they just saw them standing by the side of the road. Gerald forces them to get into the car by, you know, using his gun as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, they take him to a remote location um, Gerald makes Craig get out of the car <clears throat> and he he's turning around to get to the front of the car. Gerald points the pistol at Craig and shoots him in the back of the head oh, while his God. fiance Mary watched. Oh, Gerald then um, fired two more shots into Craig's head. And his body was later found near Bass Lake, California. Gerald uh, got back into the vehicle and told Charlene to drive to their apartment. Back at the apartment, Gerald took... So his Mary is still alive at this point. Gerald mm-hmm. took Mary into the bedroom and raped her for hours. Um, after that, he told Charlene to drive to a, a rural area... And once they got there, he made Mary get out of the car and he shot her three times, point blank, killed her. Oh my God. Is it, this is the first one he's taken back to the apartment, though. Yeah. And the first one that had a dude with him. Yeah. And I'm also like... So he's getting lazy. So, a friend of Craig and Mary... Witnessed them being abducted, told the police about the, um, told the police about it. He had the license plate of the, the license plate number of, um, their car. Um, police were able to track down and arrest the Galagos at a Western Union office. Um, Charlene's parents were in the process of wiring her money. So that's why they were there. Mm. Gerald and Charlene both pled not guilty to the charges of kidnapping and murder. Charlene's attorneys, they were able to 
eventually convince some of the prosecutors in several states and counties to allow Charlene to testify against Gerald for a plea deal that would reduce her prison sentence to 16 years and 18 months. 16 years and eight months. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. In June 1983, Gerald was sentenced to death in California for just, okay, for the murders of Mary Beth Sowers and Craig Miller. And in June of 1984, he was also convicted in Nevada for the murders of Karen Twiggs and Stacy Redekin and was also sentenced to death in Nevada. So he's sentenced to death in two states now. Um, but the, the Nevada death sentence got overturned in 1997. So in so July... Like six people that mm-hmm. are unaccounted for. Yep. <clears throat> um, July of 1997, Charlene... Um, Completed her sentence and was released. Apparently, while she was in prison, she studied psychology, business, and Icelandic nature literature. Um, there was an interview that she did where she claims that she was also a victim and said, "and said, um, quote, there were victims who died and there were victims who lived. It's taken me a hell of a long time to realize that I'm one of the I'm one of the ones who lived." She also said that she, quote, tried to save some of their lives. Um, In 2002, uh, Gerald died of cancer in the Nevada Prison Medical Center while he was awaiting his execution. Hmm. So she's saying that she had like, um, shit, what's that thing where you like fall in love with your captor? Oh, like Stockholm syndrome, or yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. basically. So it's none of it's her fault. She was a victim. He did all the things. It kind of reminds me of Sid and Nancy, sort of. Yeah, kind of. So yeah, that's uh, Gerald and Charlene. I hate both of them. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's insane. Fucked up, nasty. I'm like, those are like almost all of them are children like yeah yeah children mm-hmm. yeah and i'm as old as the one like that's yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. Ugh. i just it makes me sad yeah so sad especially i mean the young ones and just all the things that led up to it and you know that one woman who was pregnant i mean it just all is just horrible that's so fucked up just horrible Mm-hmm. And they give the kink community like a really fucking bad name. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, some people just take it way too far and yeah. have this, you know, severe obsession and mental stuff. Well, yeah. obviously, I think a lot of his had to do with how he was raised, apparently. How he was treated as a kid. He needed uh, yeah. to like be that, like, be in control. Macho. Yeah. He needed to be in control because he never was when he was a kid. Right, right. Take over the role that his dad never was because he died. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, all the abuse he went through. But, you know, none of it. It's not an excuse for anything. No, he probably blamed blamed his mother for everything. Yeah. 
that's what a lot of serial killers like that that seems to be the mo like they blame their mom and their victims are their mom Mm -hmm. yeah it's wild Hmm. well i mean like it you know a lot of it probably is the mom but like Mm -hmm. the mom's not the one that murdered everybody oh yeah exactly it's so hard to like because you feel bad for them like genuinely like growing up like that is gonna mess you up and it's really horrible and horrific and but that doesn't excuse what it's just such a hard line you know Mm -hmm. then you had charlene who she didn't grow up that way like her home life wasn't that bad but Mm -hmm. she never it never really even said that she she didn't you know do the act of killing someone right she was she was there so that's why like stockholm syndrome i was i it's not an excuse for what happened but i kind of do believe it because she was bouncing Mm -hmm. around trying to find that person this person actually like starts to let her do what she wants to do and then she's in too deep and she doesn't know what to do yeah yeah Spoked. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Yeah. He definitely had a hold on her. That's for sure. Oh yeah. That's for sure. Because yeah, he, he made was her ten do years a lot older of than her. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Yeah. Garbage, garbage people. I think I'm gonna have to n- name this episode "Picnickers?" Question <laughs> mark. Picnickers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Listen, there's this thing this thing it's not like a thing but there's this i'm like i always listen to this specific song all the time and i'm like i have got to tell them about this and i always forget but you know how we have like weird names for all of our things Mm -hmm. there's this band i listen to called hot mulligan and -hmm. they name all their songs like weird names like one of Mm -hmm. them i think is i fell in love with princess peach and like one of them is like instead of you know like the song name and then it says like featuring blah 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 like the name of the mm-hmm. song is featuring mark hoppus like that's the name of the mm-hmm. song oh yeah and, like they just came out with this new one and it makes me laugh so hard and it's literally called shh golf is on <laughs> like with an exclamation point <laughs> so i love that <laughs> it's like the like early 2000s like scene kid names yes like uh-huh. there's a song called like dogs can grow beards all over yes I love that. Those are like my yeah. favorite. Like, yes, uh, there's some songs, have... there's some like that are like an entire paragraph. Where I'm like, I am yeah. never gonna remember this. Yeah, there's <laughs> one that's a there's a band. It, the song name is "Tastes Like Kevin Bacon." Yes, I know that <laughs> so one. good, uh-huh. so yeah. good. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> all of it. I love Kevin Bacon. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Don't ever ruin him for me. Exactly. I follow him. That, like, if yeah. anything ever came out bad about him, just. Please keep it to no. yourself. Like, yeah. No. Do, do you follow him on social media? Follow him no. on Instagram. No, he I is don't. him and his wife, Kara Sedgwick, are the cutest. I love his wife. They, yeah, yes, crazy. they do like dancing and like just so yeah. cute. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Kevin Bacon. Like him and I fell in love with him and like Tremors. Yes. Mm. And then after yeah. that, I just like. Had to watch every single thing that he was ever in, and then I fell in love with him, and now I'm just but loose, and all of it. Um, what is that one? Oh, we talked about it. It's the fingernails. Ew. That's the one. Uh, 
I always want to call it. Oh my god, that's not what it is. No, what is it? Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes. That's it. That movie's fucked up. Was there a movie that I know there is a movie called Thirteen Ghosts? Yes, but there's another scary movie like that, right? And I don't know why, but I for the longest time thought that Stir of Echoes was called like Thirteen Ghosts or like the Ghost of Thirteen something, Mm -hmm. whatever. I always get it mixed up with Frailty for some reason. Frailty's a fucked up movie. I haven't seen it. Richard said he wanted to watch that. Is it Terrifier? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Art the Clown. And I was like, no. I've heard horrific things Mm -hmm. about the second one. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I refuse. I refuse to watch it. (laughs) So I watched the first one and I felt bad for laughing. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. He, he's a clown so he the yeah. things that he's doing are kind of funny <laughs> yeah it's so <laughs> fucked up just, i know i also just found out that he was in two other movies before the terrifier i don't know like art the clown was in two other movies mm. maybe beats yeah, me know. i'm just clowns a nerd and like clowns so i just get scared of them no, I, Same. I remember the last time I went to the circus, it was like a long ass time ago. Um, I remember being like, I'm going to be scared of the clowns. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't like it, it honestly surprised me that I was just not afraid of them at all. I was like, I'm not going to want to get near them. I'm going to hate yeah. them. I'm going to punch one in the nose. And then like, <laughs> I did. And I was like, Oh my God, look at the clowns. I love them so much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the House of Thousand Corpses, Captain Spaulding. Have you oh, seen the second yeah. one? Yeah, the second I love one those where movies. He, like, he, yeah, he. Uh, just imagine being that kid in that car, and a clown tries to like kill your mom in front of you. Mm-mm. Just Im- it's wild, dude. Don't Mm-mm. you like clowns? I can't. Mm-mm. I say that no. to everybody that doesn't like clowns. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the old porcelain doll ones too. That oh, I told you. I mine. So uh, I have this like curio cabinet that has doors on it. Mm-hmm. And I, when I moved into this new place, I uh, <clears throat> went thrift shopping and I found one of those like porcelain clown dolls. And yeah. I put it in there. And the other day I come home and both of the doors are open to the cabinet. Oh yeah. You mentioned that. (laughs) And there's that, that door has never opened in like the three years that I've had that thing. No, I'm good. Yeah. That thing's not easy to, I mean like you really kind of have to like, yeah. To like get it open. Like it's not going to just like swing open by accident. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Has it happened again? No, it hasn't. Have you thankfully. heard anything going? <laughs> no. <laughs> like little porcelain clicking. Yes. <laughs> no, I haven't. I hate it. Thanks. We now were... I'm going to hear that. <laughs> we were um, watching. Um... Oh my God. Ugh. Trailers for the new scary movies that are coming out. Mm-hmm. And there was one coming out. Called the boogeyman and it's Ooh. like quite it's quite literally like it, if there's light it won't come near you because like mm. you know the boogeyman only comes out at night yeah 
girl, I was getting so scared. I was like, I can't go in my bedroom. I can't mm-hmm. stand Mm-mm. next to my bed. I'm not going to yeah. be able to walk into my closet for a month and a half. <laughs> so bad. No, I am. Mm-mm. So scary. Nope. I always have at least one light on in my house. <laughs> well, that was today because it was a little like cloudy today. And so there's one mm-hmm. point where I had like quite a few lights on. Richard was like, why do we have every light on in this house? And I'm like, because it's dark. <laughs> I need lights on. (laughs) He was like, "This house is scary." Financially recover from this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Would you Uh, rather me be on guard and like carrying like a spatula around all day, or would you rather pay a little bit more for lights? Like for lights, right? (laughs) We have one of those like really energy efficient houses, so like in all honesty, you're gonna pay what like a dollar. Yeah, right, exactly. Calm down. <clears throat> we'll never financially recover from that extra dollar. <laughs> <laughs> there was one day where he said that. I don't remember what we were talking about, but we were all sitting at a table with a couple people. And he was like, we are never going to financially recover from this. And then we start talking about something else. And then he just randomly goes, do you know that he has cancer? And I was like, who? What? Who has what? what are you talking about? And he was like... Mm-hmm. Tiger King, he has cancer, and I'm like, what? Are you, where did that even come from? And then he was thinking, and he said, because he had said, we're never going to financially recover from this from Tiger oh, King. Oh, yeah. And then he, um, and then he just, I don't know, he worked it out in his brain where he said it out yeah. loud, but he didn't work it out out loud. So we were all like, who has cancer? I do that all the time. I <laughs> I have like half of the conversation in my head, and then I'll say something else, and my client's like, what is going on? <laughs> It's all the time. Mm-mm. It's okay. Mm-mm. That's ridiculous. <sighs> well, once again, we forgot to do it at the beginning. Oh so, God. Storm, yeah. let us know. We are on Instagram and Twitter, three sibling, nope, at 3SWB Podcast. We are on Facebook, three siblings walk into a bar. Please go like, comment, do all the things. Also, please rate and review. Those are very, very helpful for us specifically on, I mean, rate on all the things, but specifically on Apple. So they will share with other people. And yeah. Thanks, Apple. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar.